What up, GWB Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Y'all, this is going to be a fantastic episode. This is this is a Halloween slash spooky slash just kind of a just a good episode. If you like horror movies, if you like things that are spooky, some scary stories, I have Chris Woodall. I love Chris Woodall. He's an incredible human being. He's insightful. He's funny. He's got this dry wit humor that I just, oh man, it crushes. And so this episode is fantastic. I love it. Please subscribe. Please follow. We're actually going to get Chris back on the podcast pretty soon. We're going to have like a uh, just a really good, insightful conversation about faith, about uh, ministry, and all these sorts of things that he's really passionate about. Love me some Chris Woodall. If you have not gotten your merch yet, go get your merch right now. Pause the episode that you're listening to. Go get it. We have comfort color t-shirts, green and red. It supports the podcast. we got a lot left, and I'm still trying to fundraise. So please go support us and get that. We also have stickers. These stickers are fantastic. They're wonderful. You can put them on your water bottles, your laptops, whatever you may have. They are fantastic stickers, and they're beautiful. So beautiful. And the first week in December of 2019, depending on when you listen to this, we're getting hats, and the hats are in. The merch is there. I'm so pumped. This is fantastic. I just love all the GWB swag. I love it when y'all tag it on Instagram. So follow us on Instagram so we can like put it in our story so people can see it. I love it when y'all do that. It just makes me feel so proud. Also, we had a fall giveaway. Yeah, fall giveaway. We're probably going to have a Christmas giveaway too just because I love it. I love giving stuff out there. I love how people were tagging, getting people to follow the Instagram. So much uh, just awesome just movement and energy. I loved it. And use this program. The winner of our first fall giveaway, drum roll please, producers. Okay, that's not really a drum roll. Our first winner is Taylor Cooper. All right, Taylor. I know Taylor. She's uh, she's fantastic. Um, so Taylor, I'll, I'll just I'll see you on Sunday. Um, free T-shirt and a couple of stickers and a hat whenever the hats come in here. And we're trying to get you some swag, get some people to follow. We're on Apple and Spotify. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Chris. He's an awesome guy. Shoot us some love. Uh, whenever we post this episode, if you listen, go to our Instagram and post your favorite Halloween movie. Just comment on there. We're trying to get some more fan interaction. We love you, and we're thankful for all that you do for us. Thank you for joining the herd, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Great White Buffalo. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. And when you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the great white buffalo. The great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. What up, GW Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, today I have myself an incredible guest he is a one-of-a-kind human being he is the wonderful Woodall, and he knows what the theme of the episode is if you can name this song <laughs> this is mr chris Woodall. what's up chris welcome ben, Fa- ben mayfield this is the great white buffalo takeover halloween episode so ben thank you for being here <laughs> the, the halloween takeover i've actually never seen the movie halloween oh <sighs> Have you? Have this you is going to be a great episode. Have you heard about the Halloween picture, though? If you look at the picture of Halloween... It's the Freddy. It, well, like it's... Freddy hand. Yeah, it was the hand, and it's not part of the pumpkin. It's kind of scary. Right. 
uh, well, it's not Freddy. It's Mike. Isn't it Michael Myers? Is the one in Halloween? It is in Halloween, but I thought the uh, no one knows what we're talking about because this is a visual. It's a visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it's fine. it looks like the Freddy knife hand mask, whatever glove it may be. Thing. Yeah. The ma- the gloves are kind of like masks for your hands. Gloves. <laughs> That is that's true. I guess that's exactly what they are. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had anyone quite say it like that though. Yeah, you know. Um, so today's episode is a Halloween themed episode. It's October. Maybe it's October twenty nineteen, maybe it's October twenty twenty, depending on when you listen to this, maybe twenty twenty one. But it's Halloween at some point in your life. Wait a minute. You're saying this isn't gonna come out till twenty twenty? I'm just saying you never know when they're gonna listen to it. Uh, okay. They, they could listen to it, you know, every Halloween. Like it could tradition. be a podcast for the ages. For the ages, there we go. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna date ourselves. Mom, so, <laughs> mom, can we listen to that really good Halloween podcast? <laughs> the one where they talk about the Joker movie. <laughs> it starts out with the Halloween music and masks for your hands. Do you know the first like Halloween themed movie I've seen is A Nightmare Before Christmas, and it gave me nightmares well before Christmas. Did you know that? I don't it's pick. a Christmas movie. Is it though? It, it definitely it is not is, a Christmas movie. It is. We watch it every Christmas. It's, there's Christmas elements into it, I'll give you that, but it's definitely a Halloween movie. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yeah, it doesn't say this is Christmas. No, it doesn't. You're right. Yeah, it's definitely a Halloween movie. Um, the guy's <laughs> name is Jack O'Lantern, or isn't it? Or Jack a Skeleton? I think it's just Jack Skeleton. Jack Skeleton, yeah. yeah. So, um, But that movie also, it kind of weirded me out, the scene where he's in the forest and there's like a tree that has a door for every holiday season. I thought as a kid that that was like a real thing. That if I like wandered in the woods, I would find like a door that was like Easter or St. Patrick's mm-hmm. Day. I always thought that was really cool. We watched, um, just diving right in, watched uh, Edward Scissorhands. Is that scary? Tim Burton. I've never seen Recently. It. And there are a lot of throwback images that you see in the later film, Nightmare Before Christmas. Wait, so that movie came out before? Nightmare Way before. before. Way before. And there's throwbacks to it? Like what? Well, not throwbacks. Well, in... Or references. Reference, you would see in Night Before Christmas references that would... Images and stuff that are in the uh, Edward Scissorhand movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's pretty what I was cool. Uh, the movie we just went and saw... Johnny Depp. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Depp was in Who, that movie. Johnny Depp was in Nightmare on Elm Street. Which is... A, also a horror movie. Exactly. He's also in 21 Jump Street. Which what didn't take place on Elm Street. Did not take place on Elm Street. El, elementary school. No, that's just high school. That was a bad stretch. That was right. a bad joke. I'm sorry. I hope you're still listening, folks. I would have <laughs> turned it off by now. For real? I don't know. I mean, I have. Oh, my god. This gosh. is my first podcast. You know, we can only stop it. It's restart. all right. This is my first podcast. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. 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 Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm a huge superhero nerd, as you can tell in my podcast studio. I got a lot of nerdy stuff in here, uh, even though it's a visual format. I'll take pictures. Follow us on Instagram. You can look at it there. But this was not necessarily a comic book movie. It was a little different. Ripped from the pages of the comics. Well, and, yeah. And straight into the... I, I mean, I, 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 I say adventures. It's a psychological thriller yeah. to a point that takes a turn down horror road. Yeah, it absolutely is, because I was expecting... I mean, I heard that it was an Oscar buzz, like, you know, performance, and I knew Batman wasn't in it. It's not like a superhero-type movie, mm-hmm. but it was definitely, like, 
a little um, like psychological. This was definitely. Do we need to different. drop like a spoiler disclaimer? Oh at this point? yeah, that is true. Uh, we we want to drop that for us. I, I don't know what that that. It just means just we're about, we're, we're going to spoil we're the movie. We're probably going to spoil the movie. If you haven't l- seen the movie, maybe don't listen to this. Right, because um, the Joker eventually becomes Batman's arch nemesis. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. Spoiler. <laughs> he eventually tells the joke. Um, so, But it's really good, though. I really enjoyed the movie. It was definitely... I was... There wasn't a whole lot of, like... There's a little bit of an element... I'm sorry, my mind's jumping. Do you ever see the movie? Um, it's like a psychological thriller. It's the one with Leonardo DiCaprio when he's on uh, the island. Inception? Uh, not Inception. The other one. Great White Gatsby. Uh, Shutter Island. Great it's, Gatsby. No, not the Great Gatsby. Shutter uh, Island. Shutter Island. Right. Where you don't know at the end of the film whether or not he's a patient or whether or not he's like a cop that they're like trying to make him seem uh, crazy. Spoil, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He for, was a patient. For Shutter's Island. Uh, but that's they kind of have that whole theme throughout this movie. A little. Of like yeah. you don't know if it's real, if it's not real. Because you as an audience member, you think like, okay, I think that's real. Right. But then it's not because it's in Joker's mind of how he perceives things. So even though people may have said things to him, I wish they'd played that up a little bit more. They should have. Like they definitely should have. If his mom hadn't actually been there, like yeah, like that'd been the what? Like there, yeah. So he lives with his mom, and his mom kind of talks to him about things, and he talks to her about things. But then you don't really know, like, was she there? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, she was there because they go to the hospital later. Right, and which, by the way, I don't the know. The police you, said they talked to her. That is true. That is true. They did talk to her, but the girlfriend. Spoiler alert: There's a girl that he sees as his girlfriend. So that I called in my head. I kind of, I kind of did she too. She was wearing the same thing. Oh, was she? Yeah, I didn't notice every, that part. Yeah, like the second or third time, maybe I was like, "Wait, I don't think this is real." Because one, she's way too. Nice of a person to be hanging out with that creepo. Right. The Joker. The Joker. And then she, I think she was like in the same outfit for well, those scenes. When she was in the scene where Joker is doing a uh, like a stand-up routine mm-hmm. and he's just bombing hardcore and she's in the back like smiling, laughing, I'm going, that's how I knew it was fake because I was like, there's no way someone that nice is like, yeah. oh my God, you're so good. Yeah. And you're like, no, you're terrible. Because uh, uh, you're good friends. They have to be the ones to tell you you're terrible. Yeah, right. It's a, it's an accountability thing, right? Right. So yeah, that was that part was a little what I was talking about that Shutter Island of like you didn't know what was real, what wasn't real, yeah. type thing. Kind of like when he imagined himself on the late night television show, mm-hmm. like he was there, but then you're like, okay, this is this is odd. This is way too perfect of an ideal thing, and then it turns out to be he was imagining that for the first time. Yeah, but that was a clean cutaway. I mean, you kind of knew that, like it it brought you in. And then, yeah, that's true. Uh, what did you think about? There's a lot of things too on the society of it, where the Gotham City is the poor versus the rich, and then the clown, the Joker, becomes a symbol of the little man, mm-hmm. you know, going against the corruption of the rich or the one percenters. Um, I thought that was an interesting take on it, and I don't know if that maybe that was a Joker twist of it, of like how he sees himself as a hero. Versus, like, versus, you know... Yeah, I think that's what evolves in his mind eventually. He starts to own up 
like, oh, yeah, I was. Because people start to tell him, you know, this is all you're doing. And then he starts to own up to it. Like, yeah, I did start this. You know? mm-hmm. It's the evolution of the of the man. Well, and two, it was like, it was weird because he, his, like, I'm thinking about the comic book version of the Joker of where, like, he was calculated. Like, Joker's a lot of times, he's sporadic, mm-hmm. but he's also calculated. Like, like he knows what he's going to do. He knows he wants to kill someone, but sometimes he'll end up killing somebody else. And be right. like, ha ha, it's a joke. But this one, it seemed like it had a more real-world aspect to it of, like, he's psychologically messed up, he has a mental illness, and, like, you see the progression. The, at the beginning of the movie, they try to make you feel sorry for him. Mm-hmm. Like, man, this guy's going through a lot. And then... And then it kind of goes, okay, well, you probably shouldn't have done that. Okay, that was a little uncalled for. Right. And then, you know, okay, this guy's now maniac. What do you think about the idea of Joker being like a, like, listen, this is not a spoiler, but he has a mental problem. But instead of, like, just being a comic book of, like, he's crazy, you know, it's the Joker or the Two-Face or whatever it is, some DC character, Marvel character, Mm -hmm. they're like, this is a real-world crazy where he's, like, on medication. Yeah, I think um, you have, if if you look at the, you know, go back, like roll back like Jokers in the movies, you know, Mm -hmm. back to, or even the TV show, you know, go back to the 60s, I guess. Right. And it's like almost slapstick, comical. And then you get the the 80s with With Jack Nicholson. With Jack Nicholson. And it's kind of plasticky, you know, kind of reflective of of the times. Uh, And then, you know, the... What was the Heath Ledger? Would that be early two thousands? Like two thousand eight. So yeah, early two thousands. Um, you know, and that started to take more of a real, you know, kind of sense. And I think this one, I felt like that they played it so that as an origin story, which is a really good origin story. Right. You know, it's not true. just you fell in a vat of acme acid. And yeah. Then that's the you know that's yeah, his joker. that's his yeah he goes crazy which is kind of what Heath Ledger's Joker <clears throat> was right he didn't know where he came from right he was just a mirror of Batman well that's what I was gonna say he didn't I don't, we don't get that origin for that Joker and this this almost I mean this is the origin for the Dark Knight Joker. yeah you could you could yeah and I think that's the timeline almost too I so if it's early if it's right around eighty and that Bruce was probably eight ish mm-hmm. And that would make him, you know, by the time the the dark night twenty years, yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah, the late nineties or two thousands roll around. He's that's true. Know. I didn't even think about how it could be connected, and with his psychological state, mm-hmm. you don't know. He may twist his origin not because he wants to, but Ooh. he can't remember it. You so know, he what tells I mean? people that story. He tells people well because like in the dark night, um, he tells different stories like of he how told, he gets of smile. how he got the scars. Cut, like my yeah. wife. They put a blade right. in. It's like, my father was a fiend. Right. Well, his father did, or his stepfather, boyfriend, beat him and tied him to a. In this movie, they talk about how he was abused. Right. By his um, his mom's boyfriend, and that how he was an abandoned child, and how he got tortured by his mom, and all these other things. And then, so it could be some of those origin stories are maybe true, but he's so psychologically messed up, he can't remember what's true and what's not true and what's. That's fact. a good play. Yeah, that's a real good play on it. And yeah. what we saw was the real. Yeah, the the real version of mm-hmm. it. So that that would be interesting if it really was. So the, the mental health aspect of uh, of this one, at times was a little too raw almost. Like, 
too uh, too, too real. raw, too yeah. real. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, this this well, is happening. And that's in front the controversy of, of this movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. You mentioned controversy, and I did not. Have really you heard not it. heard that? Mm-mm. They're basically saying that it heroizes or it makes it look like a good thing to be a lone wolf. Like he even says that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. He, but, but they're saying that like people who do have mental illnesses will see this as like a, a, a like a beacon of light. Oh, I can go do this because at the end of it, it doesn't really matter. Right. Or I'm a hero. So yeah, that's that raw realness. You're talking no, about. and and I think um, you know there's been I can't think of the exact examples, but there. At certain times, there's songs or movies or images that release around the time of a tragedy, and a lot of times they'll hold off on those those releases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for this one, when we're you know, in a period of, you know, suicide is a real thing that people deal with. Mental illness is a real thing people deal with, and this movie could be raw. And like I say, I don't know. I don't know if it goes so far as glorifies, but it's just it is it is right there, and people are. People are buying into the psychosis that's going around with uh, the whole clown thing. Well, because it makes me think there was a I can't think of the band top of my head, but they had an album that had the like New York skyline on it, and it had the twin towers on it, and it was supposed to be released in like October of two thousand one, mm-hmm. and then nine eleven happened. They said, "Ooh, we need to change our album cover because right. it was like appropriate for that time." Right. And so I see what you're saying, like mental illness and shootings right. are, are a serious thing in this movie. Has it doesn't a, shy away? It doesn't shy away from that, and it's not like it's you know one of my buddies will be like, well, I know the difference between fantasy and not fantasy. I, that's great for you, right? But that's just you. Like there, in this movie is set to be very real, like very like you know this person can go do this, and mm-hmm. and at the end, there's no really consequences for him, you know, like you know he gets arrested. He, he's in Arkham. But he's still killing. Yeah, he's still killing people. Yeah, and so it's like okay. So then it kind of shows, and he says um, once again, spoiler: he's in the late night television show. He finally gets the in the real world gets to go on there with Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. which did a great job. And he says like, "You as a society has outcasted me, and I'm a lone wolf, and I gotta like take action on it." And pulls out a gun. And then shoots him twice or whatever. Right. And but the, and then it's like, okay, cool. And that's like how he does it. And so that's where the controversy is coming from. People mm-hmm. going like, that's not okay. Like that's very like, right. You know. And then everybody at the end of it, everybody's like, riots are going wild and yeah. people are going crazy about it. So that's what I was telling you about. Yeah, I, I found myself um, almost needing to remind myself that it was a comic book story because it's so real. It was, it was definitely didn't seem like a comic book. Right, and the way you get, um, and there's the evolution of he is a clown as a his job, mm-hmm. and then people adopt the clown image way before the Joker is a thing. And right. so it's, it's, it's that realism that's there before the comic book character appears. And even when he's the Joker, it's, it's real. Yeah. I mean, it's portrayed in a very real way. And they did do, there was one comic book thing, like, nobody knows Joker's real name. Like, that's, it, I, 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 that's, I think it, I, I told you, it looked like they had deviated from the story, and well, well, and I tried to find, like, wait, what's his name? But and, see, here's the thing, though, so they kept calling him author, was it, like, 
bleak or something right. like that. Right, but he's adopted. But he's adopted. Yeah. From an abandoned, like, so therefore, that's not his real name. That's just what they well, gave him. Well, spoiler alert, I thought it was going to be a huge twist that, wait a minute, Joker and Batman are half-brothers? Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Because uh, they teased that in the movie. Yeah. But then, I also thought too, at the end, the very last scene is him talking to the psychiatrist lady that was there earlier in the movie. Was she the one from earlier? Yeah, it's the same lady. She'd aged, though, hadn't she? Well, maybe it's trying to show that there's some time that has passed or something. Um, Not sure. Maybe it's not the same one. I could be wrong. But he's in Arkham Asylum, and, like, you know, he's laughing or whatever, and then he walks out of the room with with bloody feet, and then you see the bloody... Right. Um, Part of me was going, I wonder if they're referencing that the entire time he's just been in Arkham. And he's only imagining hmm. this whole movie. Uh, I mean, maybe. I mean, maybe not. Maybe no, it's, no. It, it could go that way. They could tease that. Yeah. But I think it's just like a little like not at the end. If he's like he's in Arkham, he's still killing. Uh, I think the uh, um, the constant image for the Joker in my mind, whether it's comic book or really old Joker, um, in the in the TV show, was his little dances. He, he, well, that's true. The Joker dances. The Joker does and, dance. And they, the way they did that was really, uh, really well done. The score of the movie was really good too. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this, and then we'll go into the, the next little horror horror movie um, topics. Is there's a scene? You know, we talked about it where the girlfriend's imaginative, like it's imaginative in his mind. Mm-hmm. But then there's a scene in the movie where he's having his mental breakdown point, and he goes into the room, like the actual apartment of the girl. And she's like, please, my daughter's asleep. Right. Da, da, da. And then they show him walking out. Right. Do you think he killed her? Or do you think he just walked out? No, I think he walked out. Oh, you don't think he killed her? Yeah. Okay. And they don't come back to that at all. Yeah, they don't. They don't address yeah. it ever again. So I don't know that maybe in his mind was him walking out of that room was him breaking up with her. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they weren't even really dating at all. Right. Yeah. Um, also, I thought this scene, there's two, there two parts in the movie that I laughed. Uh, for a movie called Joker, you and there was one part you cried. No, you were crying in the movie. Don't no, even my play eyes it. were itching. My eyes were my eyes were sweating. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, one when he walks into the door of the hospital. Yeah, I that was that, funny. I thought that was legitimately yeah. funny because he was like, you know, the cops, you know, screw y'all, I'm going back to the hospital, and turns and like hits the door, and, and it's like, oh, that's exit only, buddy. Well, that I mean, Joker has like clumsy elements at to times. Him. Yeah. But but then you got sometimes you question like, wait. Was he doing that to be funny? Or he's just... Or is he just clumsy? clumsy. Yeah. And then the second part was... Um, oh, gosh. What was the second? Oh, when uh, he brutally murders this guy, and there's a... Uh, what do you call it? A, a little small person. person a, little a little person, person. that's yeah. also in the room. And he's like, well, you're so nice to me. I'll let you go. And like the guy's like running out, and he like kind of scares him a little bit. But he goes to the door, and he can't reach the lock. The door chain was the locked. The door yeah. chain... And so then the Joker has to come back over there, and you're like, I could have swore he was going to kill him. I thought he was going to, like, smash his head in the door. Yeah. Something like that. But then he goes... He lets him go. You're the nicest guy. And I unlocks it and lets him go, which is so Joker. That's like, that's textbook Joker, Mm -hmm. where he brutally murders someone, and then goes, you can leave. And it's like, what the heck? Yeah. So that was, I thought that was really beautifully done. Yeah, so I think, uh, for me, I give it a... Eight and a half smiles. Eight and a half smiles. Eight and a half smiles. I'll, I'll do. I'll do seven and a half smiles. All right. All right. I thought. Uh, but yeah, gr- really smiles. good origin story. I 
in the end, it's it's true to the to the storyline. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we wanted to talk about the Joker movie because I wanted to do a Halloween episode, and it's a perfect Halloween type scary thriller movie to talk about psychological. And so we have some some things we want to talk about. And you talked about your daughter being 17 now. Mm-hmm. And so y'all started watching some scary movies. And I was supposed to give a shout out. Oh, shout out. Shout to, out to Emma and Hannah. All right, shout there out to go. Emma and Hannah. They listen to this show. Once a month. Religiously. Re- at, oh. at, at, it's almost like a release party. Every time one drops. <laughs> and they drop everything they're doing. Like, no more homework. It, we got to listen to the episode. Did you know when this episode comes out? We'll have over 24 hours of content. That's a lot. That's of, a lot. It's a lot of great live buffalo. I mean, I know nothing about podcasts, but that's a lot. Yeah, it is. It seems like yeah. a lot. So shout out to Emma and Hannah, uh, my second and third favorite Woodall. So Luther being number one. Is y'all starting to watch scary movies? Right. What are some movies? What are, what are your iconic movies? Because there was a trailer for, it looks like The Shining Part 2. Yes, and you didn't know what it was, and I, I've never seen The Shining, right? So I don't, I didn't know if that's like one of your childhood favorite scary movies. Yeah, it is. So you know what we've been going through is Emma's seventeen, and want to start watching rated R movies. We're like, okay, okay all right, uh, but specifically some horror films because it is October. Um, so as being responsible parents, still went and tried to look at the parents' guide. Uh, to find out what uh, you know, what's what in the movies, and it seems that the the defining line between what to watch and what not to watch is probably nudity. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of an uncomfort level with that, uh, rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we um, we have already viewed which top. If I were going to roll down like my favorite movies of all time, number one. Make fun or not, commentary if you wish, is Jaws. <laughs> what? Jaws. Jaws? Jaws. Not, you know, not the, the Meg? Not the Meg, <laughs> not the... but Jaws. Classic. It's a classic. It's iconic. Now remember, I'm, I was born in the 70s. Right. Okay, so Jaws was 77, 78, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Jaws number one. They've they've both seen Jaws. But that's not a horror movie. That's yes, more, it is. That's more it's like a, a thriller. Big old shark. That's true. Dun, dun, dun. Um, number two. Number two. Also horror genre. Sci-fi though. Okay, I love sci-fi. Alien. Alien. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Alien. That's a um, that's a little creepy. That's a little. Mm-hmm. If it's in a dark room, the aliens run. Yeah, you know it. You know it. Um, and they have both seen that. Okay. So then we rolled into all right. What are the classics? You know, uh, they weren't interested in going back as far as like, well, let's. Do Hitchcock's Birds. Birds is horrible. Psycho. Rear Window. Wait, is, is Psycho the one with Christian Bale? With an, or is that the Here's Johnny? Is that the. With um With Christian Bale. What's the one? Oh, that's, that's the American, Dark Knight. That's American Psycho. Never mind. Yeah, that's American Psycho. Okay, that's a, sorry, that's sorry. totally different. Totally different. My bad. My bad. Um, no, Psycho. Come on, like, go back to the black and white with Anthony Perkins. Oh, okay, okay. Everybody yeah, knows yeah. that's the knife stabbing through the shower curtain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You that's haven't seen it. No, I thought that was Jack Nicholson. I'm thinking of a different movie. That's in The Shining. That's The Shining? Okay. So um, they weren't into that. They weren't into um, Night of Living Dead, original black and white 68. Okay, so version. they're not into black and white movies. Not into black and white. Um, 
which I I would highly recommend 1968 Black and White Night of the Living Dead. Okay. For 1968, the the level of uh, makeup artistry for the zombies, incredible. Incredible. Well done. Um, so we went cheesy cheesy 90s. Okay. What, what, what type of 90s? Scream. Ones? Scream? Maybe 2000. Early 2000s. No, that's not. So that's late 90s. 90s? That's, that's 90s. Not 90s. So Scream was the first that we watched. Okay. Did they, were they scared? No. You know, there's a couple jumps. Um, you know, what I think the biggest was is um, there's a bit of a plot twist on who is wearing the ghost face mask. Right. You know. Which is super right, iconic when that movie came out. Everybody wore those That masks. was the Halloween costume of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then we went to um, Blair Witch. Okay. Which is not a real documentary. It's not. Although Hannah might think it is. We might really? have her convinced it. It's it is actual documentary. Well, because that's that was kind of the thing when it first came out. Everybody was like, "Oh, look at this documentary!" Like it was the first of its kind right. to make it look like it's a real world type movie. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Um, but that was good. You know, it uh, it, it had a. I honestly, it was one of those movies when I saw it originally. I never wanted to see it again because it it scared me. The Blair Witch Project. Oh did? yeah. Yeah. Oh god. And if you want to get into like real life scares, I have a connection as to why. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But, I want to get into real life yeah, scares. But let's not go there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then after that, and this has been a whole week fall break of horror films. Okay. So um, then we did. Uh, I know what you did last summer. I'm trying to remember which one. Is that the one where like they're in the house and they keep calling the house? No, that's the beginning of Scream. No, no. no. Well, I, I know Scream. There's another one. That's one of my. No, I know we did last summer. Um, um, Sarah Michelle Geller, uh, Ryan Felipe. Um, it's uh, they hit somebody on the road and uh-huh. they cover. They th- toss the guy off the cliffs, and then fast forward to the next summer, they start getting notes. I know what you did last summer. Oh, yeah. Dang. You never saw that? Did no, you? no, I never oh, saw that. Man. Who it's did good. it? Who did it? I can't tell. Ah, oh, man. Okay, another another twist. Another twist. Um, so that's where we are. Dang. So, what's the next movie on your list? Um, it's it's tough. Like, um, so you mentioned The Shining. Mm-hmm. They can't handle that. You think it's too scary? It's so you have a couple things going on. Um, it is a, a 1970s film, horror film, and the 1970s genre of horror films, true horror films, are it's a lot of long shots, a lot of slow pans. You right. know, and so the the pace of the movie isn't for a modern audience in a lot of ways, unless you just really appreciate the genre. Right. Uh, but there's some freaky stuff. Yeah. You know, it's absolutely. just weird, weird stuff. Have y'all watched, like, any, like, Freddy Krueger or Jason or so the Michael prom- Myers? So the problem with those that we got into is when you get into those 80s kind of thrillers like that. Now, Michael Myers, Halloween, you don't have it, I don't think, as much. But there's nudity. Oh, uh, You know, yeah. definitely in, in uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, that's true. Definitely a Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, you know, so that kind of counted those out. But not uh, not Nightmare Before Christmas, though. Not Nightmare Before Christmas, no. Creepy. Yeah. Uh, which they have seen that. Again, that's Christmas. Okay, yeah. all right. Christmas we'll, we'll debate that later. Yeah. Well, and also, if you're listening right now, I want to make sure you go on our Instagram and DM us your favorite Halloween movie. Like, tell us, let us know. We want to get y'all active into it, and we'll share it in our story on Instagram. I'm trying to think of my top five scary movies and I don't necessarily like horror movies because they scare mm-hmm. the bejesus out of me. I will say 
top five. Criminal Minds is in my top five. TV show. It's a TV show. Yeah. Not really a movie. But the reason why is every episode they'll go like, hey, uh, you know, you know, they'll show like the, the crime before the episode starts. And it'll be like a youth minister sitting on a couch watching TV. And then a guy comes behind him inside of his house and like slits his throat. And you're like, hey, that seems way too familiar. That, hey, was, is that, that was never a plot. That, that was absolutely never a plot. And it's like, why is there so many home invasions and like murders? And it's like, oh my gosh. And then it'll be like a scene of like this guy sleeping in his bed. And he's like, oh, that guy's probably getting some good Z's. And then a knife comes over above him and starts stabbing him. And it's like, okay, well, that's cool. So let me go sleep while somebody breaks into my house. And they're so like, it's true. They'll show these houses that are like super locked. So there's this guy that lives by himself out in the middle of nowhere. And he has knives all over his house. Absolutely. No wonder. And, and guns. No wonder. You those should yet. probably not watch those types of shows. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, that's the number one scary thing is Criminal Minds. It's too real. Second, I saw Jason versus Freddy, which was kind of cheesy. It's like 2000s. Yeah. They like fought each other. It's the only one of those movies that I've seen. Alien versus Predator was better than that. Alien versus Predator, yeah. Well, see, those are like sci-fi movies for me. They're like a little scary. Right. Like like Alien for me. It's like sci-fi. Like, oh, that's, that's cool. It's when it's real world. Scary movies, that's where it starts horrifying. Did you ever see Event Horizon? No, I've never seen that. Is it real world or is it sci-fi? It's sci-fi. Oh, see, I probably didn't like it then. You said you like sci-fi. I, no, I do. I do like oh, sci-fi. Oh, but it's scary. Is it, though? It's, it, yeah. I mean... Super scary. I've seen some scary episodes of Star Trek. Let me tell you that. It's kind of like... um, sci- It's like, a, like Star Trek meets Hellraiser. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, there's one too. I was trying to remember, and if you're listening, please try to help me out here because I will not be able to remember it. But there was a movie. please call in right now to help us out. Yeah, callers, callers. Oh, we got call on line. Oh, the one. board's lighting up. Um, is there's an ep- there's a movie where they're in a house. It's not Scream, but they won't let all of the House of Usher. Uh, no, I don't know what that last is. house on the left. Is that are these real things? Oh yeah. Oh, I was I was thinking like Usher, like the no. musician. No, but it's one where they like they can't leave the house. I mean, because like the people are, like wearing these masks and like they home invade them, and then, like they just like torture them. Purge? No, Purge is like the government, which I have seen. Purge. I don't know. Is that considered a horror movie? Mm, it's kind of like yeah. it's, it's borderline. Yeah. Uh, there's scary moments, but it's more of a thriller action. I've seen that, but it's super scary. They like home invade them. They're wearing like these masks, and like they like torture them, and then like try to let them escape, and then they you know kidnap them but it's like a real world thing of like home invasion i'm like nah i'm not about that life nope scary Boop. turn that off so so those are your scary movies those are my scary movies there's not a whole lot there so do you have any like real life horror like horrifying stories uh so you you want to talk the paranormal or i don't know just what's in in my i've had head i've had like one paranormal story yeah so um there are, uh, you know, a couple of scary events in, in my life. So when I was young, we'll call it like seven, eight, I had this bed. Okay. That it was a, it was, it was like, it had a frame that had wheels. Okay. Yeah, so picture this. You had a Hot Wheels bed. I, I would, okay, <laughs> Race car. busted. Um, <laughs> so it was, it, it had wheels on it. And um, so it could roll around, I guess, for whatever reason. But it was up against the wall in uh, my bedroom. Now, also, my bedroom was like last on the hall, 
Okay. And it was one of those uh, like seventy style ranch houses, and we had um, an attic pull down attic staircase thing. Nice. Solid. Okay. You following me? To get to the bathroom, I would have had to walk down the hall to the bathroom. Okay. In this house, also apparently in the attic, lived a witch. Like, like for real, for real, or oh, yeah. yeah. Now, as an adult, I I know it was squirrels. Oh. But to my <laughs> seven year old mind. It was a witch. I thought you were like historically like this was like. No, no. Okay. The house was. No. So um, witch lived in the attic. And uh, so one night I, uh, I I had to go to the bathroom and I did would not get out of bed. Wouldn't. And just side note, this witch, it was the Wicked Witch of the West from uh, the from Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz. Oz. Oh, yeah. so it was a green, 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 green skin. You know. Dang. Toto too. You know, the whole, you know. <laughs> And um, so I must have started just rolling over in my sleep, and I rolled against the wall, and it pushed the bed. And in my sleep, suddenly I began to fall. And it was one of those falling nightmares. Oh, my gosh. I've had those before. This and when I woke wild. up, I was tangled in blankets, and I thought, I thought I was at the bottom of a canyon. And so I'd pushed the bed away and slid down between the bed and the wall, wrapped in the blankets. Oh, totally man. freaked out. Dude, you became totally like a human like taco there. Yeah, it was a human taco. That's yeah. horrifying. Horrible. Did you wake up like like flailing? Screaming, your arms? flailing. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did your parents come? Then I have my dad. What's going on? You know, flipped lights on. Hey, man up. You'd yeah. be okay. Come on, get up. Dang. Yeah, yeah, that's scary. The witch also was able to um manifest herself in the basement. So this was um again one of those seventies ranch style houses on a half basement, which meant half the basement was it wasn't a finished basement, but it at least had like stairs down to a concrete area. Right. But then the other half was dirt. So oh, there was like yeah. a half cinder block wall with dirt and no lights up in there. And um, I was always scared to go down the steps and look. Like I couldn't look to the look to the right because that's where all the dirt was and I knew that something was there. Mm-hmm. But I had to go to the basement because that's where the freezer was and that's where all of our wonderful, yummy rectangle schoolhouse pizzas were stored and so if, if chris wanted a snack i had to go get down there to get the pizzas out of the freezer so you always felt like you're like a, like a brave little like yeah it was a success every time so one time we were out um in the yard playing okay okay like fun little you know run around games and something there was a window to that basement and something kept hitting the window every time i'd run around just like rocks like pebbles hitting the glass and it, like I stopped on a, one the first or, you know one or two times I thought somebody had gone in the house and they weren't supposed to we were but only to play outside and it opened the door and like no one's in the basement and so the third time it happened again I was convinced that it was the witch in the basement I don't know what was causing that like to this day you don't know what I don't was causing I don't know what's causing that that's horrifying it was horrifying yeah what are those like a there was an episode of The Simpsons that scared me. Was like it was like you hear this thumping. I feel like your level of like horror and scare is a little different than mine. Well, I'm feeling like a, a weirdo kind of. You're no, no. Well, it's more. I'm more of a scaredy pants. I think than you are, because like this was this was. I remember as a kid, there was like a an episode that did like a Halloween episode where Bart kept hearing like like the attic thumping, doom doom, and like he didn't know what it was, didn't know what it was, and then finally he was. Was able, this a shinning episode? I don't know what that means. They did an episode a spoof of The Shining. No, you never no, saw no. those The Shining. No, 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 no. I never saw that. Um, but they eventually get up there, 
and it was like a son. Uh, Bart had like a twin or something that they kept locked up in the attic because he was like wild or whatever. And so, which was like, okay, whatever, stupid episode. But then in my head, just kind of like you had a witch, I thought, what if that have like a sibling or, you know, another person is living in our attic, you know? And like, we don't know about it. it do you crazy. have an attic here? No, I'm not. Oh, uh, okay. Actually, I do. I do have an attic, but it's not like a, you have to like lower the, the steps gotcha. down. Mm-hmm. Not like a walk up attic. Well, that's like where the witch lives, so. Okay, yeah. So that, that, the basement story is my tie-in to why Blair Witch freaked me out. Because the, the end of it, they're like in the basement of this house, and the guy's like standing in the corner. Oh, no, no, no. You, have you seen I it? All? You didn't watch it all the way through? No, no, no. Yeah, so like that basement reminds me of the, my childhood basement where something freaky happened. What is it? Did, he, did he end up murdering them? Crazy. Well, the movie ends there. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, golly. That's horrifying. It, it, it's one of those that you're either like, oh, my gosh, that was so scary. Or you walk out of the theater like, are you kidding me? It ended like that? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, who got the camera out? Who got the v, the, the right. tape out? Wait, how did they find all that? Did that guy turn it in? Why didn't they get killed when they found the film? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. There is um. Oh, by the way, H- Hannah, that it's a real documentary. Yeah, very real. It's, uh, it's in the Library of Congress because it's like the greatest documentary of all time. Is there's also a camp story, which is really funny. This is 4-H camp. Four, it was 4-H camp. Shout out to 4-H camp. And it was a story. It was like a, you tell it the campfire, and it's like I'm coming for you. And it's like this tall, like hooded figure where you can't see it. Is that the Halloween? I'm coming for you. Hope we don't get copyrighted for that. Um, oh, that's not the actual Halloween music. I made not. I made that on GarageBand. Oh, did you? Okay, okay. Um, and the story is super scary because like he's in the corner of the room and he keeps saying it, and then like you know the story the guy gets out, runs out, and he goes and chases him, whatever. And I tell this story because in my mind, every time I go to sleep, I don't know if anybody else does this, but sometimes you can like see things in the room that's dark, and sometimes I like imagine that there's like a dark like person figure like with a hood on like in the corner of the room staring at me and it freaks me out which by the way shout out we went to a uh so did you sleep without all the lights on your house no 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 no, knife in your pillow (laughs) maybe (laughs) i'm not that paranoid not yet um there was a one time where we went on a camp out and it was some of the youth kids and they wanted me to tell a story and i was like all right i'll tell the story and they're like that's not scary i told the whole thing not scary and then, like, 3 in the morning, they came to my Eno, like, hey, Mr. Ben, we think that person's in our room. Like, we're like, no, they're not in your room. So I, I got to go there with a flashlight and go, oh, look, it's clear. There's nobody here. And they're like, all right, cool. You know, we weren't scared. We were just making sure, you know, Billy wasn't scared. And I was like, okay, all right. Did you sneak around and scare him? No, I was too tired. Uh. I was, like, way too early in the morning. Uh, but it was just funny. And they're like, we're not scared. That's not a terrifying story. Three hours later, we're scared. So, anyways, anyway. my my standard of scary is way different than your standard of scary. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't apologize. I think, um, I honestly like at a, uh, for your generation, possibly, did would you say it was Harry Potter books that got you reading? Yeah, Maybe. Harry Potter yeah. for sure. So for whatever reason, it was Stephen King for me. That's how that yeah, rolled. I can see know. that. So Stephen King, we did have a um, R.L. Stein wrote Goosebumps. Yeah, Goosebumps. So we had some Goosebumps stories, but they were like not necessarily super scary. A little they different. Goosebumps, 
Stephen King, a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah a little right. different. But that's like those books. And then we had like Animorphs. I don't know. If anybody, that's probably just me that read those books. Uh, it was like a whole series, but each person had a different animal they could turn into. And then Harry Potter for right. sure was like. But yeah, like definitely. I mean, I don't know what my parents were thinking now, but probably 11, 12, I started reading Stephen, Stephen King. King. <laughs> that's, well, isn't it like kind of his shtick is like it's. It's scary, but then at the end it's like twist, like huh, not scary at all. There's twists, but I mean, really, you shouldn't be that young reading yeah. Stephen King. Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. that'll mess you up. Yeah, for sure. All right, so what is um? Do you have any like real life stories? I know you talked about like the basement story. Yeah, which yeah, I know that one in real life. I mean, something probably we had a cat. Well, probably it was probably just a cat. Oh, like pawing at the yeah, yeah big probably, I'm sure you know or not. Maybe. No, I mean I don't say that house. That house was. Do they this, still live in that house? This house is clean. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. You don't yeah. know the reference. Yeah, I don't know okay. the reference. Um, yeah, there's people that still live in it, yeah. Uh, we, drove by, we drove by it today. Uh, did, wait, we, like you and I did? No, no, no. Oh, I, I took the, the the children. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. We visited the old hood. The old hood. Yeah. Man, I tell you, that stuff jacked me up, man. That's some yeah. scary stuff. Um, r- real life stuff. Um, I had a couple, um, a few experiences. They've all taken place in Savannah. Well, okay, the like one of the most haunted cities in America. In America, yeah. Okay, yeah. Then it's legit. Um, there are three specific instances, and I'll just the the very quick synopsis. Yeah. Um, one of them, uh, Mary Beth and I were on. Mary Beth is my wife. Shout out to Mary Beth. Shout out. She and I were on a trip. Actually, all these occurred just she and I, and um, we were in the um um the old colonial. Cemetery that's in the middle of the old town historic yeah. Savannah, and um, this was like early digital camera days, and I had this cheap, <laughs> nasty little digital camera, and um, took a photo of her. She's sitting on a bench, okay, daylight, not even like nighttime, scary kind of thing. Um, and when we looked at the picture developed, there's a little orb above her head. Oh my gosh! There, yeah, yeah, that's like a big thing. It's there. a big thing. There's an orb hovering above her. And then, then they say that's like that. There's no like camera reasons why that happens. No, like it was. I mean, it wasn't like a daylight sun shimmer. I mean, so it is a, a bizarre looking little thing. Man, that's so that, awesome. That's weird. Um, then we stayed at a um a property called the Mulberry Inn. It's um it's, it's beside a, the Pirate House. Yeah. Um, and we um might have done a pub crawl that night. Possibly. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. You know. River Street. Uh, yeah. Um, a haunted, like a haunted pub crawl kind of thing. So I can't say that my mind was already on scary stuff, you know. Um, but in, in this uh, instance, um, we were asleep. And for some reason, I woke up because the covers were off of me. And when I rolled over to get the covers, in my mind, <laughs> I saw a, um, a female standing beside Mary Beth's side of the bed. In colonial dress, are you being for real right I'm now? I'm being for real. It's like that is, that's like a Scooby Doo scene right there. It's total Scooby Doo. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm for real. I, I yeah. In my mind, I what, saw that. What did you do? Did you like blink a couple I times? I froze and stared and wanted to to just go away. Did did it go away? Or eventually, did... I just closed my eyes and it went away. What is there was someone in your room though? <laughs> like what no, is... it was. I mean, it was. It was clearly not a full. Oh, I got you. Body. It was a spectral image kind of thing. Is, that is legit, Chris. That is freaky. That is freaky. 
Uh, and then the third one, um, Mary Beth and I stayed at the Forsyth Park Inn. Okay. Which is that, is, is that also in Savannah? It's also in Savannah. Okay. It's um it's a yeah, bed and breakfast that's near it's right off of Forsyth Park. And um so these other two things have already happened to me. Um Did you tell Mary Beth about the, the oh, woman? Yeah, she she knows. Yeah. Well, was she like, oh my god, she freaked yeah, out? She a thinks bit? I'm an idiot. So ah, um so uh the <laughs> this one, um when we arrived at the Forsyth Park Inn. They're like, we go to the like concierge little bed and breakfast greeter um, table, and they're like, oh, how are you? And, you know, um, they said, oh, we're so glad you're here. It's been so hectic this past week. We just got filming, got done filming um, for the Travel Channel's Most Haunted Hotels in America. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, and we're about to sleep here. Well, and there's some people that will go do that. Because I don't it want, is I don't want to do that. Don't mess with my sleep. I don't. I don't really intentionally want to encounter this. So, um, in this one, um, we stayed in the front bedroom that used to be a living room, and they changed it for bed and breakfast purposes to a uh, a bedroom. And um, I believe the homeowner in the late seventeen eighteen hundred sometime was like Josiah something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his full name. He'll probably come back and haunt me now. I can't remember his name. And um, the story was that uh, there was um, a fight out in the street, and he had gone out to stop the fight, and he got shot. Um, oh, and he came back in to that room and died in that room. Okay. All right. Wonderful start. To the yeah, yeah. Wonderful start. Um, so, do, do they tell you like on a pamphlet, like before you go in the room, like this is how this room? Um, I think we picked up, we picked up the stories sometime over the over the trip, and. Um, so we're um, getting ready to go out. I'm watching TV. Maybe that's in the bathroom, showering and stuff. And the TV goes off. And I'm like, what? why is the TV? And I'm like looking around. The remote's on the table. I check the cord. I'm like, why did that happen? I turn it back on. It does it again. TV goes off. And at this point, I'm starting like, hmm. This is weird. And I was like, maybe the remote's just programmed to another remote TV in the building, maybe, and they're turning the channels. And uh, so I went out, and I was like, something's wrong with this TV. Is you know, a remote, you know, I, I asked them, I was like, is another remote in another room next door, like, maybe messing with the TV? They're like, uh, no one lets us stay in here right now. Stop. And, Stop. I, and I said, that's, I think, actually, that's what I told them. I said, the TV cuts off, keeps cutting off, and they're like, oh, that's one of the things that happens. That the ghost or the spirit was like just does dude, stuff. Dude, stop. Um, and then it's and I can't remember. Actually, I don't remember the timeline. This happened before, or after, but I think we had both um, stepped out of the room, or maybe maybe Mary Beth was out, and no, I think we were both getting ready in the bathroom to this room or something, and we came out, and all of our clothes were out of the suitcase. Are you? Chris, what all? If you're messing with me right now, no, I'm serious. They weren't like put away; just they were out of the suitcase, and they were previously not out of the suitcase. No, no, we didn't do it. Oh my god! So, um, I can't do this. I can't deal with this. So they're um, in this the in the room is a dresser, mm-hmm. and we found at the top of the dresser, inside the top drawer, is a journal, and it's I think they may have even called it like the top drawer club or something had some name like that. And it was people's accounts of things that happened in that room. Uh, that's kind of like, like it's something that happened. You can write it down yeah. in the journal. So um, we went out that day. 
of course, this was like, this was probably back like when Midnight in the Garden, Good and Evil came out. So we were like, oh, yeah, I go by the cemetery and see the see all that, which I, it's not really in that cemetery. It's made up. Um, anyway, the little statue, it's not really there in the cemetery. Right. In Bonavar, Bonaventure Cemetery. <laughs> not really. Um, but we stopped by Krispy Kreme. Okay. Delectable. Okay. Love it. Delectable. Um, we came back, um, had some donuts left over. Nothing happened the rest of the trip when the donuts were in the room. So I, I wrote in the journal that Josiah, whatever his name was, had a sweet tooth. And if you didn't want him to bother you, to give him some sweets, some donuts, hot and fresh. For Krispy real? <laughs> Krispy Kreme is solving all That's spirit problems. That's what I figured out. Man, because part of me goes like, what did they have like part of the thing they do in the hotel to keep up the They mystique? just mess with you? They just mess with you. I mean, they could, but... But then I'm going, I don't know. Somebody did catch them. They get sued. Yeah. Or like, what are you doing in my room? Yeah, like get in trouble. And mm-hmm. like, Ooh, uh, I'm a spirit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see me. <laughs> they just walk out. Yeah. Um, then part of me goes, man, that's like for real. Yeah, so those are mine. They're weird. And yet we still love going there to Savannah. Yeah, we actually, uh, <clears throat> last week my brother got back home from Afghanistan. Shout out to Will. <clears throat> And uh, we actually went to Savannah, and we didn't stay the night in Savannah, mm-hmm. but it's still like it's colonial. Like yeah. it's still like it's still very nice, and it's historic. And there's a lot of a lot of stuff that happened in Savannah. Like it's one of the oldest cities of America, yeah. and so it has a lot of history there. A lot of a lot of murder, a lot of death, a lot of crazy. When you do the um, the ghost tours and stuff, which usually the ghost tours are more history mm-hmm. um, yeah. kind of things. They tell you because of um, yellow fever was rampant during the colonial times that if you're in the colonial part of the city, you're probably walking over buried people because they would just have mass graves and they didn't mark them or anything because that many people that would die at one time. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So they've done, uh, you know, like um, x-rays, what's coming to mind, but but like echo studies, I guess, of, right. the, of what's under the city and they'll, you know, find... Mass graves. Have they, have they found some? Yeah, but I mean, they're yeah. under you know roads and structures and things, and they'll they'll. There's a few places where they have little plaques, and it'll say something, but it's not. I mean, if they were to exhume that, they would tear up tons of stuff, and then right. how would they even know who is who? So they just recognize it as a place. Man, that that's wicked, dude. Yeah, it's creepy. That is creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very creepy. I hope you're listening to this episode and you feel <laughs> creeped out. Man, uh, well, the only thing I can think of. I have a, two creepy stories. One's real quick. Was when I was a kid, maybe like ten years old, maybe eleven. I was walking down the hallway one morning, and my my bedroom was the last one on the left, and I had to walk out and walk down the hallway, and there was a bathroom that I used, and I was walking out. But you're taking my story. What? No, this is this is similar. Oh, okay. No, okay. This, uh, well, there's nothing in the attic in this one. Um, that was the Bart Simpson thing. But I was walking, and I was going to go past the bathroom. To get some cereal, like I wanted to eat, you know, Reese's Puffs, Cookie Crisp, something like that. And at the corner of my eye, I see this person in my bathroom, like brushing their teeth or something. But they're like a, um, like six cents, like a six cents, like in but, six cents. But yeah. they're, um, they were all like, uh, like a fuzziness. Like I remember the person being there as vivid as my memory, and I remember seeing it and walking right past it. And I was, like, freaking out. My dad was, like, on the couch watching TV already. Mom's in the kitchen. Will's still in the, you know, his bedroom, whatever. And I'm, like, freaking out. Like, should I tell him? Should I tell him there's somebody in the house? 
And then, like, I stood back to look into it, and there was nobody in there. Super freaky. And to this day, it's like, every once in a while. And maybe it was just like, I just looked too fast in the light or something. But no, I clearly remember a person being in there. I had a moment like that, but it wasn't a ghost. It was Santa Claus. Wait. That I thought I saw Santa Claus. For real? Yeah. What was it? It was like I was. Uh, we were at my aunt and uncle's in North Carolina, and I was asleep in the room. And it was it was during it wasn't like Christmas Eve, but it was Christmas time. And I like rolled over, and I saw like a little elf, but it, it was like elf size Santa Claus, like hanging out in the corner. And he like put his finger over his lips, like you mean not even messing? No, for real. Uh, but again, I think that one's in my head. I don't know. I, yeah, it was. I'm a weird. It was a weird kid. Yeah, yeah it's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> that one, don't tell everybody I'm here. Yeah, uh, I'd say the only other scary story is not really like a like a Halloween scary. It's more like a real life scary, and that's when I almost got bit by a copperhead snake, Ooh. and that was pretty sick. Um, I worked at a summer camp. You got bit or almost bit? <clears throat> almost bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did not get bit by a copperhead. You but, Jacques Jacques got bit. Wait for real? Yeah. By like a um, shout out to Jacques. Shout out for Jacques. Um, was it a, a, like a copperhead or was it a rattlesnake? I think it's a copperhead. Okay. And they were uh, they were camping and like Olivia and Avery had like stepped out of their camper and mm-hmm. then he stepped out and all of them had walked over it and then it, it jumped up and bit him on the leg. Stop. Yeah, and they had That's to rush to the hospital. And dang. I think he like for a long time he said he didn't have feeling like where it bit him. Well, see, that was the thing was the summer camp or or uh, not to bore y'all too much here, but the summer camp. Had copperheads. Don't apologize now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. I'll cut that out. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I don't know why I decided to apologize. <laughs> Is the copperheads? I caught eleven that summer, and the head counselor or the senate director usually you caught eleven. Yeah, caught. What 11. would you do with them? Um, well, we were worked for the university, so you couldn't. Did you milk them? them? Oh, you couldn't. No, <laughs> it's really hard to do. <laughs> That's a different episode. Yeah, it's a different episode. Um, What's the study of a? Uh, Reptiles. What's that called? Like horn. Uh, herpetology. Herpetology. Yeah. Study reptiles. You only know that from Harry Potter, though. So. No, I know that from the university. <laughs> I had to teach it. That's parcel time. <laughs> Slice. <laughs> but anyways, we had to drive off the snakes like a like a mile and a half down the road. You couldn't kill them. Like St. Patrick. What, what does that mean? You drove them off. Yeah. Yes. That's what St. Patrick's did. He St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. Which connects back to the door in Nightmare Before Christmas. Exactly. See, there we it's go. Full circle. But they couldn't uh the, the lead counselor didn't want to do it and the center director sometimes was not there or what was there. And so I became the snake guy and we caught eleven that summer and it was there was times where we would be walking and it would be right next to my like, there was one time it was right next to my foot. I'm talking about less than six inches, and I look down, and it's like right there. I look like I'm freaked out, and like you know, ran backwards. And the scariest time though was we were walking from one cabin to another cabin. Our staff cabins, there's two of them, and our cars were parked there, but there was no light, and it was pitch black. It was nighttime, and I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa everybody stop! Everybody stop!" They're like, "Why are we stopping?" I was like, "I don't feel good about this." They're like, what? And I was like, somebody get the flashlight out. It's a true story. And we put out the LED, like, you know, mag light, mm-hmm. turn it on, two, because copperheads go in, like, pairs, right there in the walkway. Like, we were about to walk right over them. I didn't know they went in pairs. <laughs> yeah, they, they travel in pairs. Oh. They also, sometimes when you get next to them, they'll musk, and they smell, it smells kind of like pee. 
So a mm. little, little tidbit there. You sure that's not you just wetting your pants? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, I've only experienced it. <laughs> no, honestly, the snake musks. I, I read that me. somewhere. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little bit. Um, there, and then there was one time, this is the last snake story I was saying. Because, I mean, there's 11 of them, so I have 11 different stories. But one time the student director caught one. We had like these little tongs that were... This you one know, time at 4-H camp? <laughs> I was going to be by a snake, and I hit <laughs> musk, and it was really just me peeing myself. But he grabbed it, and I had, like, the, the bucket to put it in, the little th- case to put it in. And he goes, and I'm doing a visual thing, but just imagine his head. acting this out at I'm the moment. If he could see this, it adds he, he to the He takes the tongs and his slings, the snake is freaking out, and puts it, like, almost right in front of me. I'm like, what the heck are his you doing? He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I almost he almost got a snake and put it in my face and like made me get bit. It made me so mad, but yeah. also scared. So that's my that's my true horrifying story. Anyways, um, I will say this: we're about to wrap up this episode. And Chris, as a first time guest, we always do the episodes with a piece of advice. Oh, and so this is a Halloween thing. So maybe your advice could be, you know, horror movie. You know, advice about what to go watch, maybe to go see. Uh, oh, I'm giving advice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought the callers were going to call in no, with no, advice. No, 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 no. No? Oh. no, no, no. Okay. This, this is not a radio show. Wow, that's like putting me on the spot. Well, I, I'll, I'll go first. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you're never too old to dress up for Halloween, okay? If you feel like you don't have any, Maybe you're too old to go trick-or-treating. I was going to say, no, you yeah. are really too old to dress yeah. up and no, 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 go no. out. No, no, no. You're, you know, you're too old for trick-or-treating. Yes. Okay. But if you... <laughs> it's good clarification. It's, it's a good clarification. But... <laughs> Um, you're never too old to dress up. Just have a party, have a bunch of friends together. It's a good time to hang out, catch up, and it's a good, safe place to hang out. And uh, if you want to do that, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> that made it sound that like was a- just shameless. <laughs> Shameless way to invite people to hang out with you. That made it sound like I was like looking somewhere to hang out. I'm just saying, you're never too old to dress up. Go dress up, have fun, go somewhere else. Don't invite me. I do not want to go. But I'm just saying, go out, do that. I'm going to cut that out because that made me look so lonely and desperate. That was awesome. Speaking of dressing up, why did we have to do this show with our shirts off? Stop. I don't understand why you asked me to do that. I just thought it was hot in here, you know? <laughs> you turn the lights out. You say, oh, no, no. Everyone, they take their shirt off for, to, for the podcast. Because they can't see it. Right. So we shouldn't be able to see ourselves. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, it's a non-visual yeah. It's format. supposed to make me comfortable? Was that the idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It did not. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll keep that for next time you're here. <laughs> lights on, shirts on. Got it. Boom. Uh, maybe that's my advice. Um. <laughs> keep the lights on and shirts on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks. Do you have nothing else for real? Uh, you you dumped you threw that on me. I don't really have. Uh, Man. All right. Know. That's okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this today's episode of a Halloween spooky. You talked about you know Joker. Oh, you're going get it out, get it out. I was gonna do the music, but you made me worry about if we really like. Oh, uh, it's less. There it is. There folks. we go. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Great White Buffalo Halloween Edition. You know this won't be released on actual Halloween. Okay, maybe that's a little too loud. <laughs> a little too much Halloween. We love you. We thank you for all that you've done in supporting the podcast. Don't forget to follow us uh, on Apple and Spotify at the Great White Buffalo Podcast. We're also on Podbean. If you leave us a five-star rating and write us a review, it helps the channel out tremendously, so please do that. 
We're also on Instagram at the Great Love Buffalo Podcast on Insta. DM us. Let us know your scariest story, your favorite horror movies. Uh, let us know your favorite Halloween costume you ever had. I don't know. Something that's Halloween themed. So let us know. We love, we love fan interaction. DM us. Also, don't forget we have t-shirts and stickers on sale. It helps support the podcast so we can get some new equipment and create more content. We love you, and we thank you for listening, and uh, subscribe to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Great White Buffalo Takeover. Boom. And I oop. <laughs>